to the With Nail and Us podcast part one with Roger. Hello everybody. And me Lovely Alice. Uh, this is a podcast for us really. We're just obviously big fans of the film With Nail and I and wanted somewhere to record our thoughts. Just thoughts really. Anyway a little bit of housekeeping before we get started. There's obviously going to be swearing throughout and we will be calling the McGann character I Marwood as that's widely accepted as his name isn't it Rog? It's in the screenplay, so it definitely is. Right. I should have said chin chin then, shouldn't I? When you introduced me, I got a bit, I got a bit knocked, but knocked over by this. That's starting my first ever podcast. I should have gone in with chin chin. <laughs> we'll have to change. We'll have to change it in the edit. But Make yes, notes for yourself. It, it, it's Marwood, without a doubt. <laughs> and that just makes things easier for us, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So look, we're going to be drinking with every episode something from the film, obviously. Tonight, I'm kicking off with wine, not just the finest wine available to humanity, but some wine. And Roger, what are you on tonight? Yeah. I think the ultimate, possibly the ultimate with no drink. I don't know why, because they say ice in it, but it's I, I've got cider, no ice. Um, so with the With Nell and Us podcast, we're, look, we're going to be discussing lots of elements of the film, from Grant's extraordinary performance, to whether or not Monty is a bit of a problematic character, to our favourite lines. But this first episode of With Nell and Us will just be a little bit of an intro to Roger and me talking all things friendship. What the, what about the film binds us together? And of course, the friendship between With Nell and Marwood, because what, what a lovely place to start, right? It is. That is a beautiful friendship. But who knows, as we mentioned before, who knows where they came from, what their actual relationship is. Yeah, yeah it's a great what, place to start. But it's, what, is it about what, them? Is it essentially about them? What about their friendship? Seems to be. Yeah, the whole film is essentially because yeah. it it all comes from his Bruce Robinson's diary, which is um written about living with a guy called Vivian, which is obviously yeah. a with no character. And so I think there was be... another mate, wasn't there? There was another mate called Mickey, I think. They were all kind of all three of them lived together, didn't they, in Camden ah. as actors? Yeah. I think he's yeah. he's always said that with now was based on a kind of couple of mates. I think probably not to put the onus on one person in particular maybe not but just Vivian exactly yes because you know who wants to be just completely with now um but yeah so I think it's definitely based on his friendships absolutely yeah yeah usually characters have a bit of different people in them but it's without doubt that their relationship and Vivian's it's drinking de- um, yes that's definitely, definitely reflected yeah yeah but what about how did we become friends <clears throat> I don't know. How did we become friends? We've been mates um, for. I think I'm going to say what over. 30, oh God! Is it, is it thirty years? Is that awful? To say I reckon, that? I reckon, no, it is. It's thirty years this year. Wow. Right. Well, so and I and think been, it was. So we met at university, obviously. This is where the argument's going to start. I know what's coming. Go on. <laughs> we did. We met at university. And I think one of the very first conversations we may have had was probably about with Nell and I, because I think I told you it was a great film and you should really watch it. And, <laughs> and I'd I mean, said I'd really watch it because somebody else uh, showed me. I <laughs> wanted to invite you around and, and make you watch yeah. it. And and so I, I claim that I... Who knows? Int- yeah. It's lost in the annals of time now. It's down there with the Kennedy kidding. We'll never, we'll never truly know the answer. No, but we'll never know. yeah, somebody did. I've got a feeling it might have been someone else. But it was all around that time. This is for context. Obviously, ninety two. 
So, right, so the, film, now, the film had already come out in yeah. 80... 87, was 88? 88. Yeah, should get it right for doing a podcast on it, shouldn't we? But it wasn't It wasn't a hit. Neither of us saw it in cinema. No. Um, and so it just one of those films that just became a word of mouth student cult hit, didn't it? Slowly oh, and slowly gradually yeah. more and more momentum. Yeah, and do more, you remember back then, obviously, when we were, like, students and living in halls and yeah. student houses and that, and I think there was a lot of visiting going on around friends because, obviously, we didn't have yeah. mobile phones, didn't have the internet. We, we'd either write to each other <laughs> or we'd go yeah. around each other's oh. houses in the, you know... In the yeah, and you put on a VHS. Absolutely. So you'd bring Widnail round and you'd go, oh, has anyone mm. seen this? Oh, you really should, and you know, because we yeah. didn't have Netflix. So... That's and we couldn't afford to go to the pub, so we'd put that on. I saw an interview with McGann once, and he said how it, he used to get shouted at and recognised at the beginning of every academic year. He'd like the new students would be all get together, oh. <coughs> chat about stuff, and be introduced and all watch with Nor. Oh, how fab! And he That's... was in Bristol, as as am I. Yeah, and, massive um, yeah, university town. Students. Yeah, exactly. And he just he said at the beginning of each academic year, you could tell it had caught on. And he started being recognised more and more. Yeah, yeah, that's how it came about with us. And, yeah. Um, who knows? And kind of, who knows? Kept... What about you? What was your story with it? Who took... Again, who it was, you? yeah, so it was, um, but actually for me, it happened just before I went to university, obviously. Um, so it was with people who'd gone to university the year above me, came back in the holidays and said, oh, ah, so again, it was that sharing of... That's um, McGann's theory. Yeah, and uh, so I came up in my first year at uni and had already seen it and introduced oh, it to yeah. everyone I sort of started living with. Yeah, including yeah, you're you. three or four years older than me, three or four years older than me, aren't you? So <laughs> you had that head start. <laughs> you, mean, you mean younger than you for the benefit of anyone? Yeah. Well, we ne- we'll never know the answer to that either. No, That's no, just one of those large questions. But I see, I didn't know that, I never knew where you first got it yeah. from. So it's friends yeah. you've been and come back. Yeah, where and actually, sweetly, like, um, oh, God, so there was, oh, where did they go? Oh, big northern towns, big yeah, red bricks up in the north somewhere and, um, you know, just and, and just brought it back. So I think that's definitely how that spread, because obviously there was no yeah. way of, wasn't it success, as you say, there was no way of sharing it otherwise. So No, and, no, no yeah. I hadn't heard of it until whoever it is who mentioned it to me. I'd never even heard of it. And then it became my... Favourite film of all time. And, and yeah, weird that you'd never even seen it at the cinema or seen it or heard yeah. of it until word of mouth yeah. spread. I don't so. think I've even ever seen it on the telly. Even, what, as know, live? A broadcast, yeah. yeah I just don't not. think it ever, I've certainly never seen it on any That's... schedule. No. True, actually, it isn't, is it? No. I wonder why they don't show it. Maybe it's like the Monocore Mutineer. They just never show it. <laughs> I wonder if, like, uni students still now kind of, that's a great question. Share it and pass it round. And is it one of the, or is it completely just moved on now? And there's other. It's not TikTok enough, is it? It's no. not 30 seconds of dancing. Not that's, what it, that's what it needs to be now. No, exactly. I don't know. It's a great question. Do you know one at uni? I know a few of my friends' kids are at uni. I will ask for another ask episode. Them. I'll throw that around. I know ask they're like them. ABBA. <laughs> Maybe things are going retro and it is going to come the back. Kids. The kids, yeah, but the kids no, I don't know who who knows. Maybe it's died out with our generation, but hopefully but... not because it is the greatest film. I was at a, a um, I think with Lee Mack in Bristol recently, it's like a slapstick uh, festival. He did a talk, QA, basically just loaded gags followed by QA, and he did his top five films. And number one, 
Oh, with, with now? Yeah, straight in. Nice. I was most pleased. Yeah. So there you go. It's still, it's still really still out there resonates doing it? its yeah. thing. But yeah. happily, those people, those people that I did start watching it with very early, um, before I even went to uni, I'm still friends with now, as I know you're still friends with all your very early mates. And for yeah. us, we still just trade with now words and quotes and lines between us, just just every day, you know, like in a way that newer 100%. friends, newer That's friends, me and just, yeah, <coughs> we and you just we, don't we have drop quotes in constantly, and we're not even realise we're doing it. It becomes yeah. like a language of your friendship. Complete sure. If you say, if you, yeah, if you did it with someone at work, they so you think you're a bit mad. But yeah, if you do it understand. with someone, another with now a devotee, certainly no, they wouldn't. It's great. We just do it all the time. One of my loveliest I things. Genuinely, do it about realizing where that quotes come from. Yeah, it just it's natural. It's part of our vocab now. And I think what I love yeah. more than anything is if something, if I do say something, just because I say it naturally, if somebody new I'm with or somebody I'm with who I don't know is a fan answers back and says the same thing or gets oh. it right, then you're just away. Oh, you've got a friend for life. That's it. If you lovely. dropped, if you dropped in finest wines, humanity in a bar, and someone picks up, you've got a friend for life straight away. There. Oh, absolutely. Without a yeah. doubt. Definitely. And you and know I'm, they'll yeah. be all right as well. You know they have a great sense of humour instantly. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, still now, I mean, I just, me and my friends just, we can't, anything that's awful or we don't like, we just can't, we just go horrible, really. You know, we just can't help ourselves. Or, <laughs> exactly. You know, if you're yeah. hungover and you're talking to your friends, it's like, oh, have your bastard behind the eyes. It's just there, just yeah. in our Drifting in our words. into the arena of the unwell. Yeah, I mean, always. I did, you forget that's a whipnel because we say it so often. Covid, amount of people that mentioned it to me, fellow fans. I'm drifting mm. into the arena of the unwell. It's fantastic. We do a whole episode on quotes, on favourite quotes, and so yes, but they'll drop in the whole time because they drop in. We just chat anyway. Part of the language. Sometimes yeah, you so, say it for your own humour, don't you? If you're bored somewhere, you might oh just god, drop it in. Roger, if I get in the car and I put my foot down, I just say oh, I'm making time. I can't, <laughs> exactly. I can't, I can't help it. If there's no one in the car, foot down. I'm making time. I, and every time I go for my naps, I just say, I'm having a doze <laughs> constantly. It's one little line to myself. <laughs> and if it's, it's cold, true though, isn't it? it's like Greenland in here. Every, just walk yeah. into a room, if the yeah. heat's not on, it's like Greenland. You've been at the controls. <laughs> Why don't you wash up every now and again like a normal human being? Oh, Day I love it. Inhumane. All been said millions of times, but still great. It is, and like you just said, film still great though. When you were talking to me earlier, we were discussing this. You were saying it is, it is almost Shakespearean because no one yeah. knows where these lines come from now, but they're just no, in never our never a borrow or lend a bee. People will think it's the Bible. I'm pretty sure it's not. It's Shakespeare, and just yeah, they just become part of the culture. Yeah, yeah. For us, really, I oh, I do hope it kind of carries on because I don't think yeah, the film. I don't know. But there's not a wasted line. Like if you rewatch no. it, there's not one line no. that you think isn't well, it's isn't worthy or isn't worth repeating or isn't funny or isn't brilliant. 100%. It is not... a perfect film. Every character is perfectly cast. Yeah. And every line, every shot, every scene, it's not baggy yeah. at any point at all. No, not at just, all. It's just so mesmerized tight. Watching every scene. It's, yeah, I don't know. And they did it on a mad budget, didn't they? I think a lot of people thought it was going to be a disaster. It wasn't, I don't know, no one seems to like it from the stuff I've read, but yeah. 
it yeah. just the he reviews, made something magical yeah the contemporary yeah. reviews aren't great you know some of them no. are quite scathing um but if you if it was made on such a low budget i mean the talent in it isn't bad you know if you think about it mcgann grant i dare you, know, you. <laughs> no, they're, they're they're good. You know, they're good names. You know, Michael Elphick's in it. Um, yeah. Obviously, Griffiths in yeah. it. You know, they're they're not they're not unknowns. No. So no, I suppose you know. the Rain character was the only. It was only Dear Richard who's the only unknown, isn't he? Was it his first film? Definitely breakout breakthrough for him, wasn't it? Must yeah. have been. But yeah, what no, a what a role for him! My God. Anyway, we're going to talk all things with now another podcast what we should talk a little bit more about is friendship so obviously do you think they are genuine friends discuss i I probably not i think they i think they might have just fallen into living together god knows how because they are so different you've got the paranoid marwood Mm. who essentially is quite ambitious as we see the way he changes at the end of the film mm. all of a sudden it's short hair and packing and takes everything very seriously and you've obviously got the chaotic character of Wivnell who has no idea what's happening in the next hour let alone his career he, tra- he does talk about his careers obviously Raymond Duck <laughs> three floors up the Charing Cross Road never <laughs> a job at the top of them but kiss, is, kiss what do you think they are so, I mean we do live with people who are very different to us but I don't know what's thrown them together. Well, yeah, I, don't but, know. I mean, I've lived in, I've done house shares with people that I wouldn't necessarily be friends with. But weirdly, I sort of do I see haven't. some sort of touches between them that is quite, um, you know, I think obviously we do want to talk about the ending in a lot of depth further on down the line. But I mean, with now is genuinely upset, I think, when Marwood leaves. Um, there is that scene, obviously, yes. in the pub, the perfume pond perfumed pont scene where yeah. I do before obviously Withnell turns into his cowardly self when he says oh what yeah, fuck is that so. I think Loving he is he is trying to say you know who's who's having a go at my mate kind of thing um and then obviously when he sees who it what is he just fucker said that <laughs> exactly um and I you know and I think uh you know Marwood tries to sort of curb Withnell's excesses you know maybe tries to take a little bit of care yeah. of him um but I think obviously I think from Marwood's own life and he, he does have to it's a toxic friendship yeah it is with no there's nothing other than bring him down and well not so much bring him down but just get in the way spoil mm. things but then again they've got you know it's marwood he, he wants the trip to the countryside so he obviously knows about the families they've obviously got some depth there i don't know it's true yeah because they because have with, haven't they with now comes from money obviously even though yeah. it's kind of some kind of yeah. faded grandeur but you know yeah yes you know yeah maybe does is marwood taking advantage of that yeah yeah maybe maybe we was paying the rent in the uh yeah. hellhole in camden I, I don't know i don't they've obviously got friends they've got some mutual friends one possibly my favorite character other than those two um that dear danny headhunter oh. to his friends oh i don't like danny but we could talk don't about you? that another time no i'm not a fan but they, i mean but they probably just come across him with, with drugs so he's basically oh, yeah, drug of course. Too, yeah. yeah they've picked him up but, um, but but i think that shows that i marwood does care about friendships because he notes that danny doesn't have any so does he think that friends yeah, are important yeah. and danny isn't one of them but with is yeah because he says right at the beginning i can't make sense of with of all brown and rape and yeah he's obviously 
yeah, he's obviously fearing for his friend, but he fears for himself. It's just, yeah, it's they are very different, as you say. They've probably got very different backgrounds. I'm guessing yeah. the Marwood characters is got has probably got, as you say, less money, more driven. Where mm. Wivnell is the mm. is the aristocratic drunkard mm. background yeah. with the fabulous Uncle Monty. So, do we think that Marwood hitched himself to Wivnell? And it didn't work out, and for survival, he had to leave him. It sounds terribly selfish, well, doesn't it? Actually, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he is. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he does. But he just he gets the opportunity, and then I go for it. The cutting of the hair is really symbolic. Oh, that that is that's for me. That well, the whole ending. This is why bald men are uptight. Because <laughs> hair are their aerials. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, the ending with the books. Oh, which is Vivian's favourite books that he pushes into the uh, little nod to him there. Yeah. That he pushes into the briefcase. Yeah, and so we, yeah, we don't talk about the endings. We've got to talk about that properly. But sorry, but it just it, it just shows for me when we talk about the, that that the ending is crucial to their friendship. Yeah, because all of a sudden he's very straight and he's very uh, driven. But I don't oh, know yeah. I, because um, when Withnell says, "Oh, there's always time for a drink," and he goes, yeah, "There isn't." Oh, beautiful. And he, oh, You're talking just, about the ending now. Oh, all right, me. all right, all right, all right. Another time, absolutely. But, but yeah, we, is is the jury out? Are they? Are they really good friends or is it just a convenience? I don't know. And you've mentioned it before. Were they lovers? Yes. And that is something we've got to talk about again, not here, but we do need to talk no, about that whole. But that would, that would skew the whole thing about how yeah. they came about. Maybe yeah. they met through what can only be described as a sexual relationship. And then it blew, it, then they ended up together in their flat. And, I don't know. That's an interesting yeah. question. Yeah. But, not for now, really. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've, I mean, that for me, that whole relationship, it's obviously pivots on it. And I think everything just orbits around them. I think that's the, the strength is obviously between them two. Um, but Yeah, they're both really keen on going absolutely wrecked, aren't they? That bonds them. Actually, I just remember from the screenplay, Robinson mentions that they him and Vivian met at drama school. And that, I think, is where they well could have met because different people collide. People do collide from different worlds at university, drama school, whatever. Of so course, that's not a bad yes. bet, is it? Yes, so, so possibly w- the students... We've all got funded, but we've all got funded by his rich family. And Marwood went in for a career. We've was there just to drink a bit more and you fancy being famous, Desmond Wolfe. That's not a bad oh. shout, is it? I think that's probably a very good, very good theory. But I love yeah. that that's all kind of up for grabs, really. That whole, like, how did they meet? Why are they together? You know, because it just seems yeah. so so unusual. I feel unusual. Yeah. But yeah. it is unusual. <laughs> yeah. The only thing we shared is this bloody bath. They are so different. Exactly. They're not, they're not, in, they're not in the same boat with the Savoy in the hand. But Definitely yeah, not. they've en- they've ended up together, and as we see, they part their ways. But um, and this film is just a fantastic moment of leading up to that. I mean, how long does how long does the actual film last for in their lives? Do you think? <coughs> how long do we see of their relationship? Oh, just I think... one, it's that autumn. Yeah, it's literally like I'd say almost like just a few weeks. I mean, it feels tight, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely autumnal, isn't it? With the b- mm. best coat ever, which I still want to get hold of. Because it is raining. 
and a lot. And yeah, yeah. No, yeah, maybe it is then. Maybe it's just what week? No, yeah, they go away. How long they're away for? Days. Yeah, it is. That's why we're off to London. That's all yeah. over after, will we? Jake's back. <laughs> I have to get back to sign on. I didn't need to <laughs> Yeah, so maybe, yeah, probably. I don't know, no more it, than it is, it is actually it's very tight because in the timeline, because when they get back, their checks haven't arrived because they didn't sign on yes. that week. So yes. it is, it's a very short window, but it's obviously a crucial window in their lives but it's very very short span for us of course Danny's opened them and I know and dragged their onions (laughs) so that back then in the 60s we're going to go into the context at the time I mean neither of us remember the 60s we don't get that far back but I mean was it monthly double checks isn't it every two weeks yeah sorry it might have been longer back then you know I don't know but yeah who knows the labour exchange it was definitely known as but talking about Danny though why why do you like Danny the lines he gets you look I love love, again we say anytime you see someone come out the shower you automatically say you're looking very beautiful man of course yeah it just it just I mean the brilliant speech he gives and I'm desperately trying to remember it word for word when you cling onto a balloon oh yeah that's part yeah and the and the why trust one drug and not another he's got so many lines Absolutely, the decade is coming to an end, yeah. and we have failed to paint yeah. the flag. They're selling hippie wigs in Woolworths. Yeah, and no, as, as a philosopher, you know, as a philosopher, you're right. He's def- but what I he hate is. is the what he symbolises and how he's how ruinous he is for Marwood and Wisnow and what he does to them and stuff. I just, you know, obviously I get that he's a symptom of his time and, you know, it was the 60s and everything. But for me, I just, when he appears, I just, my heart sinks because I just think, oh, no, don't, don't get high, you know, <laughs> do something proper yes. with your life. You yeah. know, just sort of yeah, upsets it, me a bit. Yeah, but he, Marwood gets around it, doesn't he? That's a few tokes, cra- crashes out in the kitchen and comes back again. Yeah, no, he's definitely one of those, apart from personal use, I concur with you. He's definitely one of those who turns up around people's houses and, get some high and sell some stuff yeah but and you don't, I don't know. Just I always mean... hang around you know it's just always we remember you know when we were students there was always yeah. someone who'd come round and then yes. still be there you know days later and you couldn't get rid of them and it was just awful and you couldn't tell them okay. to get yeah. get lost because they always had a bit of blow on them and it was just awful <laughs> and a character like that is, is superbly written i think he's super like everyone is but his lines and his his character we're presuming it comes from he's constantly pointed out we failed to bunt your black it just and when he takes the glasses off and just gives Wibnall the stare oh yeah look at him his mechanism's so, gone yeah, mechanism's gone. It's just all, I don't know, if good things happen uh, script-wise, line-wise, when Danny's, on, when Danny's there. Do you know, there's a, um, there's a cafe bar near me in um, Brighton called Presuming Ed's. Oh, you get all the great names in Brighton, though, don't you? Everything's got a great name. It has, though. What's it sell? Is it just normal? Run of the well, mill? Not, not the embalmer. Um, no, it sells... Um, <laughs> It sells, uh, no, it's a cafe bar, just, you know, it's, um, it's uh, you know, it's nice community cafe. Is there bar, any reference inside or would they just leave it at that? Well, weirdly, I saw a poster 
that they put up and it had a picture of Widnell and I on it. But every time I've been in there, I've never seen any references to the film apart from the fact it's called Presuming Eds. That's yeah, great, isn't it? It's quite nice. To, yeah, it's great in a way. Yeah, you know, or you don't. It's like going back to what we said if you meet someone who knows your quote, yeah, that's all you need to do. Talking about meeting someone, we've got to talk about our real life encounters with people from Widnow. I've never met Richard, I've exchanged a word with McGann. Now, go on, you go first. All right, so I have been lucky enough to have met Richard E. Grant. Um, so my first time I saw him in a play, I saw him in The Importance of Being Earnest. In was he marvellous? It was, of course, you'd be marvellous. He was absolutely marvellous. And uh, I stood outside the stage door. Uh, I was a young oh. student at the time and he signed my okay. programme and that was fabulous. And then uh, a few years later, I was lucky enough to work in film publicity, as you know. And uh, funnily enough, one yeah. day I got the chance to promote the anniversary of with Nell and I. So as you can imagine, that was a bit of a, and everyone was going, oh, this is sort of kind of indie film. You know, I was like, oh, are you joking me? I was like, guys. And yeah. I had to sort of talk to the team and tell them. I remember them being the so jealous the whole time. It was fabulous. But as part of it, we had a very big launch party and, um, and Grant was there and he was doing interviews and stuff at the some little top floor VIP room. And I, uh, obviously as part of the staff, was able to go up there and chat to him and, told him what a fan I was and he said oh and he was very happy about that and he was like oh my yeah. dear and he kissed me on the cheek yeah, so there's that um but my first, yeah beautiful oh he was a bit I mean he's a handsome man he smells good yeah. he looks good yeah. um tall. you know and oh beautifully tall uh slim uh a charismatic everything you think mm. he is he is and uh, yeah, just lovely. It was just lovely to be near him. And then my favourite encounter with Grant was them on that tube to Richmond. Yes, I because wonder if you're going to mention that. way yeah. you were involved. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was sitting on the tube. Uh, Richard got on, sat, sat down pretty much opposite me. Uh, I recognised him obviously immediately. And um, yeah. the tube down to Richmond, if people don't know, is an overland. So uh, I got my phone out immediately, started texting you, because I knew you were the yeah. only one who'd appreciate quite Yeah, and I've been livid. Yeah, and I said, you'll never guess who I'm sat opposite. I sent you a little thing saying, it's Richard E. Grant. You wrote back, and he looked up at the sound of your text coming in, and I think that kind of thrilled yeah. us both, didn't it? Yeah, that was, an intera- that was definitely an interaction there. See, nowadays, would you ask him for a selfie? That's all it is um, now, isn't it? You yeah. call, you look down and just text. doesn't happen now, does it? It's all... Let's have a um, selfie. Do you know what? You don't want to... I probably wouldn't now. Um, but obviously my work is very much... I have been lucky enough to work with a lot of celebrities and work in film and things like that. So, yeah. you know, I have met a lot and I do ask for selfies and it's a bit of fun, but it's just kind of my job. Um, but if it wasn't for work, then no, I wouldn't just bowl up to me in the street and say, can I have a selfie? You? But I would definitely snap a secret pic and send it to you. <laughs> Did you, did you even have cameras in the phone? Did you send me a picture? Not then. No, no, no. We didn't no, know, I think it was early doors. This is, yeah. this is snake territory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is years ago. So no, I didn't get a sneaky pic. But no. come on, we need to yeah. hear yours. Well, it's hardly the same. I've I've seen Richard E. Grant back in Richmond again. So he must, must have lived around there. He did. Yes, he did live there. I think he still does. Oh, right. This is a fabulous part. We used to have an office just on Hill Street. 
And I saw him once just at the crossing, but again, I just starstruck. I just looked and that was about it. Probably text you or phoned you up straight away and you'd have loved it. And then obviously, because I live in Bristol, Paul McGann would have go to my local gym and he did hold the door open for me. And I said, cheers. And he said, thanks. So we kind of got a lifelong friendship there, I think. That's, bonding that's pretty good. Us. That is pretty yeah. good. I like it. Yeah. And what I would say is that, so we've covered off between us with Nell and I, and even though mm-hmm. I say I'm not a fan of the Danny character, I've had a tiny interaction with Ralph, who plays Danny. Have you? Tiny, tiny. Did you tell me this? Just because was it as much he... As, was it as deep as my door holding open? No, definitely no. You and McGann have you've well, been yeah, together yeah, on a yeah, deep yeah. level there but um no because he lives down near me in in Sussex on the coast and he supports yeah. local team and we we just sort of I think I liked one of his tweets about the football and he started following me and we thought obviously I was already following him he followed me and uh, we had a small interaction on Twitter and um we oh. follow each other but I didn't say Danny Although it says quite clearly in his bio who he is, so I didn't know that. As everyone yeah. tell Alice is listening, uh, Alice is a little bit more showbiz than I am, and uh, with various <laughs> stories, you can tell a lot more. But now I didn't know. You. I thought you were going to say you met then. You haven't seen no. him at Brighton then. No, he might. He to be fair, he might go, but I've, I've not. No, I've not bumped into him. I've not bumped into him. What would yeah, I say? No, fantastic actor. What would you say? That's just it. I wouldn't. I'd, what do you say? You were working that time, but. I just in the street and in the gym and that was about it. But it was nice. I see him in the flesh. Yeah, they are. They do exist. They are out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I think we've probably covered the intro to the With Nail and Us podcast. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. It's my first ever one. And I think yours as well. So it's hard to say. It was just that's where we came across the films. It's probably definitely the most favorite film of all time and uh yeah we'll develop it much further going on over the over the weeks and different characters and different chapters absolutely we've got a lot more to talk about so we'll end it there for tonight but uh so enjoy the rest of your cider yes melted i've finished off my fine wine and um the next time we meet uh no not cake today actually no maybe next time mrs blenner has it yeah we you have to have cake. We'll have to have wine and cake one right. time. All right. We'll have a cake when we talk about we should because we're going to talk about the women in Withnail as well a little bit, aren't we? So we can quick ten minutes. Get, get, yeah, but maybe less actually. Um, maybe, yeah, actually, yeah. We'll have to stretch it to ten. But no, <laughs> we'll she's have... yeah, she's she's in the tea rooms. That that will be the cake night. All right. Lovely to talk to you. And you. Fantastic film. All right. Yep. See you soon. So, till next time. <laughs>